free from GP, brand tuck, Tommy B, broadcasting live on your frequency, giving you updates on these Georgia streets, these are voices for the people that don't get to speak, issues, black news, the conversation's deep, shout out to Slick I'm Nick. going in on the beat, iPods, Androids on your laptop, these boys swinging for the fence, saying lie, then came a long way from being homies on the block, from afros and braids and now they at the top, you want facts, this is where I get them from, GP3, RTT at gmail.com Send them feedback and they'll be sure to send a response I gotta go now, the show starts in 3, 2, 1 Welcome to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com Leave a voicemail 413-556-9546 Follow us on iTunes Give us a 5 star Follow us on SoundCloud GP3 Homies from the Block And now, here's Ran, Tut and Tommy B GP3 Homies from the Block Hey, what's up y'all? We are back And it is round number 62 6262. 62. Oh, yeah. And uh, just a, a, a quick heads up to everybody, all the podcasters, folks listening. It's, it's, uh, I am the solo GP3 this week. Ran, Ran is out, and uh, joining me, uh, our uh, producer, Millennial Nick, and uh, hey. Terrell <laughs> Buddha Hill is back, y'all. What's up? What up? What up? What up? What up, man? And uh, I'm, I'm solo in the man cave. And, and, you know, real quick, because uh, Rand would kick me if I didn't do it, just let people know why we are GP3. Uh, GP3 stands for Grove Park 3, um, and and I'm Tommy B. Uh, I am from the North Avenue section of that area. Uh, Rand is from South Elizabeth, and Tut was on Charlotte Place. Tut is our Emeriti, Emeritus member, uh, always in thought. And uh, he, he's, uh, you know, the original member from the show. And uh, Millennial Nick is our producer. Millennial, what's going on, man? I'm good. I know. <laughs> nah, yeah, Nick is Nick is up there in Athens where, where you know, it's a hell of a year. Damn. Yeah. Kirby I'm Smart just, turns I, it around quick. <laughs> Not that he had a whole lot no, to turn around. No. Ever since I've been here, it's been all UGA football, whatever. Yeah. And then this, all, this year, all of a sudden... Um, we won against Florida for the first time in four years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, 9-0. Um, I can't say it enough. <laughs> 9 um, After some miserable seasons. Like, yeah. Um, I remember, like, last year we lost against, um, I remember if it was Alabama Harbor, but it was, a, it was a miserable, rainy day, and we got blown out. And I remember the tickets being, like, 300 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Whoa. You know, some, you know just, it's it's been... <laughs> It's been rough. It's been a rough few years. Yeah, but it's a, this is this is kind of a quick realization of, of no. This is a quick turnaround. Yeah, right. for 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 Kirby, it's, you know, this, this is, is the best. Deal. This is the best it's been since I've been here. Wow. Yeah, and this is your yeah. senior plus year. <laughs> so, yeah, so, I know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and uh, Buddha Hill, Buddha. What's, what's up, man? Up? What's up? <laughs> what's going on, man? Well, thanks for joining I, us again not, this week, man. Nothing much. You know, I, I always love coming on and talking with you old guys. And um, nothing, Did he say they have old guys? Going on. <laughs> Did he say they have old? <laughs> you know, it's like my community service. Oh, okay. So I do that. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's why you were getting that tat, that prison tat. <laughs> right, 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 right. <laughs> so you follow, if you follow uh, Hill on Instagram, he's he's been putting his yes, tattoo. V throughout Hill, uh, you see all of my shenanigans. And you, um, <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta. When'd you get the tattoo, man? 
Uh, okay, so the first tattoo I got June 16th, my birthday, uh, 2016. Okay. And then I got some uh, additions to it yesterday. Yeah. And in two weeks, I'm getting another edition. And in about a month, I'm getting another edition. I'll, I'll be you, getting tats periodically all, all the way up until like January 15th. I ain't mad at you, man. I'll just live vicariously through you, bro. I'll let you, yeah, I'll let you handle yeah. that. You can do that. That's okay. I'll let you handle <laughs> that, man. Quick shout outs, man. Um, and, and a couple of things I'll mention. Shout out to my, I was in, I was in uh, Troy, T-Roy for homecoming last week. Shout out to my folks who check out the podcast from, from, uh, from my, my alum, my alumni buddies. And, nice. um, you know, it's, you know, we're mixed. Well, you know, it's, you know, predominantly white campus, but we were at the HBCU tent, <laughs> you know, so I call it, that's what I call it. But it's the alumni tent. Shout out to those folks, my friends. And, uh, you know, a couple of things, man. Oh, shout out to Lady J. She's working on uh, tweaking castropolis.net. Um, put some effort in this week, so y'all have a chance to go check it out. And uh, a couple of things, man, that uh, I saw this morning. I just happened to check out. Uh, I don't know if you saw it, uh, Millennial. Nick, you what? normally check out stuff. Tennessee uh, Colts was on CBS Sunday morning. Oh, um, okay. And if you don't, you know, if you didn't get a chance to see it, go check it out. It is. Uh, I think they keep it on demand. Uh, yeah, shout they, out to another podcast. Oh yeah, they put it on YouTube too. You're right. You're right. And uh, shout out to um, another podcast who actually followed us, and 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 I'm following them, man. It is an eye opening experience. Uh, Lemon Pepper Wet podcast. Three ladies. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Lemon Pepper Wet. That's like when you order the wings, right? Lemon pepper wings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So lemon pepper, okay. but but it's called the lemon pepper wet podcast. But, I want to shout but them why out. Why is it wet? Because that's I think they do it in a, in they're, they're they're an ATL podcast. Okay, they're twenty somethings uh -huh. and uh -huh. three females, uh -huh. and and what they do, you know, that's like the big Dugans. Uh, what is it, Jr. Cricket order? When you order the uh, the, uh -huh. the lemon pepper, you, you know they put a whole lot of like they make them real, mm. you know, saucy. I guess it, I don't, it sounds know. like something my nephews won't be able to listen to. <laughs> lemon pepper. <laughs> Yikes! It's a good pod. I mean, you know what? It's a good podcast. It's insightful. Uh, I mean, cool. because uh, you know you get you get some different perspective, man. So I appreciate them following us, and we'll follow them, and and you know maybe one day we'll have them on the show. And also the I Am Black Business podcast is up and running on Castropolis. Lee Lewis was on, and I got another one coming out real soon. So I just wanted to give them a quick shout out, okay? Nice. Right. Shout out. Shout out. All right, y'all, we're going to get it rolling, man. Damn. I, I call this section the mm. Damn Harvey. Damn Harvey. Damn, damn Harvey. Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, okay, just real quick, Harvey Weinstein got just, I mean, they, mm. they put up, I was watching uh, MSNBC this morning and they put uh -huh. up a list of faces impacted. It looked like uh damn the Republican party up on the screen <laughs> uh, when they showed the men, the men have an impact, but you know, you look Kevin Spacey uh, no longer on house of cards. Nope. I don't know how to take this. Let's kill him off and make Robin Wright the lead. Now have they killed him I'm, off I'm, yet? I'm, 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 no, but I'm just, I'm just gonna say I didn't watch the whole show, but I only watched the first season, and I barely got well, through it because well, I hated Frank Underwood. How, <laughs> oh, okay, how dare you make him. such a, a suggestion <laughs> if you're not even true to the game here? I'm the one to be talking about this. I said the 1 a.m. watching House of Cards last. Oh no, go ahead, you go. You go. <laughs> okay, so you're the House of Cards uh, aficionado. So 
So what do you think? No, you're the aficionado because I I haven't watched it since like second season. So y'all gonna leave my Frank Underwood alone? Now he might like the little boys. And yeah. he might be on the gay side. Yeah. But Frank Underwood is a great character. That's what I'm saying. You know, he's he's he carries the show. Am I correct, Buddha? He carries he, he I mean, well, between and, and, and like uh Millennial Nick said, between him and um Robin uh, uh God, I'm gonna call I wanna call her by her uh, House of Cards name. Um what's her House Robin, of Cards? Robin Wright. Claire Underwood. No, yeah, Claire, yeah, thank you. Yeah, between Frank and Claire, there is no show. Yeah. So yeah. um but all joking aside though. Literally, they could they could kill Frank Underwood, yeah, and that show could go on another three or four seasons because Claire has such a strong role. So, right. I mean, I my my thing is 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 there a separation between talent and character? Mm-hmm. And are people hired for character? Or are people hired for talent? And where do you draw the line? Yeah. Um, so I'm not no, and by no means am I advocating any child being any person being sexually abused on any level. Yeah. But it just makes me wonder, how far are we going to go? And do I need to be watching my back before I get booted off my own show? Well, <laughs> well you should watch. But you know what? Here, here's the interesting thing about what, what's happening, because they they filmed the show, from what I've heard, in Baltimore. Uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Spacey is an executive producer. And yeah. a lot of people, there are 100 plus people who work that show. So right. if that show no, yeah, goes it's away, it's always a shame when something bad happens. It has impact. Yeah, it has impact on jobs right. in the Baltimore right, area. Right. So right. that's what they're talking about. If Netflix, uh, you know, I guess Netflix, I don't know. I think they have officially said suspended, but suspended, they have but not split. Am I correct? They they well, just fired Kevin Spacey, but yeah, they've severed ties with Kevin Spacey, but no one has said because the thing is they had already started shooting, even though Netflix had not formally gave the green light for season six. Yeah. They had already started shooting season six. Okay. So I would like to think that they sever ties with Kevin Spacey, rewrite the storylines. These people can keep a job because other than that, mm-hmm. there's some, a lot of folk that's going to lose a job because of one person's, you know, yeah, whatnot. The big deal was that the, the show it actually contributes to the Baltimore economy, you wow. know, because of, because of where it's placed and, and, and the number of people it employs. So it, it's going to be interesting, interesting to see. And, you know, Netflix Netflix has done a good job at creating opportunity for a whole lot of folks. So it, I'd be surprised if they just completely did away with the show. So we'll see. Okay. Yeah. Dustin Hoffman, um, you know, this was a 17-year-old uh, female that was on the set of uh, an 80s uh, uh, miniseries that he taped, Death of a Salesman. And, um, you know, it, it, it's just kind of, you know, the, the you know, he asked for foot rubs and grabbed a butt <laughs> and said appropriate things. Uh, but but a couple of people are saying that calling him a predator is going too far. And but he's, you know, added to the list as of this week. So it's, it's getting, you know, and, and, and Buddha, I think you do pose a good question. But, you know. I don't know, man. You talked about garbage black. is garbage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> garbage <laughs> is garbage, but and garbage. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Because <laughs> you have you have salable was you have garbage that can be spared, like paper and plastic and aluminum. <laughs> recyclable. So, there are a lot recyclable. of right, there's a lot of recyclable garbage out there. You well, know? I guess. Well, I guess Woody Allen. Recycled is garbage. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, re, re, Woody Allen is recycled. Yeah. You're, you're right. God. You're right. All right, y'all. Uh, Mo Light. I'm going to keep it moving. Lion King uh, 2018 cast is is pretty hot. Pretty hot. 
Uh, Donald Glover, I think oh. we've been talking about him this week. Uh, they announced Beyonce is what's the character yeah. Beyonce plays? Millennial, you know Lion King. You watched Dollar. it. Okay, which one? The the uh, Simba's girlfriend. The white, yes. And uh, James Earl Jones is the big lion, the the, the one Mustafa. Um, I can't say his name. Um, but he was uh, in Twelve Years a Slave. I can never say his name. Oh, she, man. she would tell Idju for. Yeah, yeah. He plays yeah. Scar. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, I knew he'd know it. Yes. And Alfred Woodard is a character. Uh, Keegan Michael Key, Seth Rogen, uh, your boy. You knew him, Millennial Billy Ike, Billy Eckner. Yeah, Billy on the street. Yep. Billy on the street, and and amazingly, <laughs> John Oliver is in this. Yep. From from HBO. So I'm kind of excited. It's, it's a diverse cast. It's, it looks good. It looks like it's going to be, you know, a big deal. And and from what they say, what is it like live action, Millennial? Can you explain what that I, means? Nobody knows. It's live action, but nobody knows anything. <laughs> so, how, I mean, what are they nobody like? Nobody knows how they're going to do it. No, just no. Okay. <laughs> no, no details. Yeah. You know what would be great? Uh, what was that? When was that remake they just did? Was it the Wizard of Oz remake they just did with the all-black cast? And they did it live on television? Yeah, they did it. NBC. No, that was The Wiz. Was the Wiz. Yeah, yeah, the Wiz. The Wiz. That was yeah, the, the Yeah, my bad. It's two different. Yeah, well, you Wiz. know, Millennial, if it's The Wizard of Oz and it's all black, it's The Wiz. <laughs> it's The Wiz. <laughs> so, so that would translate. <laughs> Good. <laughs> right. That's one of the right. ways. Yeah, you don't mess that up. The Wiz right. was aired live on, on TV. It would right. be great to do the same thing for this, actually. Really? Okay, but they, they're putting this in theaters. This is a Disney, whole Disney thing. So, you know, Disney got the money for the... Um, I guess they're gonna and I, I you know how they did what was this what was the movie um, Jungle Book, I think it's gonna be the same way they did Jungle Book, Uh-oh. which actually I mean, like real looking animals and all that stuff. So wow, interesting. Yeah, they're gonna do it like Jungle Book. Okay, um, I could go ahead, go ahead. I could I could imagine the payroll on this little situation here. They got the money, I man. Mean, they gonna make the money. God, man. That, I mean, Donald, a lot of these people are in their prime. Keegan-Michael Key, mm-hmm. Donald Glover prime, of course, Beyonce, James Earl Jones, a, a yeah. legend. Mm-hmm. I mean, these are folk who, God, man, this is, I'm, I'm watching. I'm but let, let, let me, let me try this. I'm going to try this on you, Buddha. Okay. All right. Millennial. What year were you, what, what year did uh, Lion King come out? Oh, 94, I think. And you were what, born what? Later that year. <laughs> so so here's the deal with exactly. here's the deal with the Lion King. It's gonna cover all those folks born between '94 to now. That's a whole lot. Oh, of no, folks. this is a huge demographic. You're and right. the parents who who took right. those kids to see it. Yeah. So it oh, it's, it's like it's the like holy grail of animation. <laughs> huh? Say what? No. Well, I just let me say this. Disney. If you've ever seen the Disney schedule for the next um. I don't know, five years or so. Yeah, yeah. Um, they put out the movies they're gonna, you know, try to release within the time frame. Mm-hmm. One of them is incredible, the incredible sequel. Wow, that's gonna be and big. I, no, I think this is gonna be huge, but I honestly think that the Incredibles two is probably gonna be on par with what this Lion King is gonna do. Do you think are they bringing back Samuel Jackson for uh, Incredibles? I mean, I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah, I hope so too. But um, you you want to talk about that? You want to talk about 
um, Lion King covering a demographic. Yeah. You know, Incredibles, man. And and even Toy Story, because because there's room. Yeah, Toy Story too. Yeah. So oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, all, yeah, they're positioning these reboots because they know that people who were kids <laughs> when these movies came out can yeah. now actually go to the theater and buy tickets themselves. <laughs> well, these are. So, they, I mean, I hate to I hate to keep using this word. I know we we hammer you with it, Nick. The millennial, uh-huh. that millennial generation is like con- the quote-unquote gold mine for a lot of these right. folks, so they're trying to hit it bullseye. And, Absolutely, and it, 20 to 30 right now. Yeah, yep. they're they going to hit it. They're going to hit it with Lion and King. It, and it's reboot season. I mean, you're talking about Will and Grace. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. rumors about Family Matters, rumors about Moesha. It's about a whole bunch of... Um, mm-hmm. old school sitcoms that are... are right. Are, are Look, they bought reboot. back, they bought back That's So Raven. Right. <laughs> what? Yeah, Raven's home. Raven's home. Come on, come on, come on. The lesbian Raven. Yes. <laughs> loudmouth, loud, loudmouth lesbian Raven has a show. Yes. That's Raven, Raven Simone is back on Disney. Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I wish I, I wish I still didn't know that. <laughs> like you didn't have to mention it. <laughs> yeah, man, she's back. She's back. Yeah, All right, cool. y'all. Uh, Tyrese and the TMZ video, please. Did you see? I know Booty. You've seen it. Of course, I have. Give me your comment on that. I'm going to let you, because you, you kind of cover the the whole gossip stuff with Larry, with the Larry yeah. Lee Live. What what are your thoughts on, on the, the new video? Here is my thing. Okay, in brief. All right, so when, when you're so distraught that you can't hardly talk, I always find it interesting that you can pick up your phone, type a caption, and press play, and go live. <laughs> so I can't take, I have a hard time taking people serious. Okay. who have breakdowns on front of the... Like, when I have a breakdown, I get my ugly cry. Mm-hmm. It's like my body locks up. I have rigor mortis. I'm not, I'm not in my right mind. So I can't take people serious who have those kind of displays on social media. Yeah. That's number one. Okay. Number two is I put Tyrese in the same category as 50 Cent, Wendy Williams, um, <laughs> people who are... Stunts. Yeah, well, well, not just stu- st- oh yeah, stunt right. Well, that, that, wait a minute. That faint, that faint was not a stunt. We'll we'll go to that later. But Wendy. But, oh no 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 no. Not that. <laughs> but go ahead, man. But I'm saying in general. Yeah. The thing is, people who have uh, not a bad rap, but they're sort of like the trolls of the culture. Yeah. And Tyrese is a troll. He's an Instagram troll, always talking junk, always calling right. somebody out. So I can't take you serious when you have your sincere moment because you ain't been taking right. nobody else serious. So right. those two reasons there, I just can't, you know, my 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 uh my co-host Larry Reed, he's just like, oh, it just hurt my heart. You just don't have no kids here. No, I just don't have I don't have it for people like that. Yeah. Like they were saying that we shouldn't talk about Wendy Williams. Well, Wendy Williams talks about everybody. So yeah. I think William Wendy Williams deserves to be talked about. That's just my thoughts now. Let, let me ask you one more question, uh, Buddha. When it when it comes down, because I heard when I first saw the video, I don't follow a lot of Tyrese that much. I do remember when he made the uh, the comment about women's weight, African-American women uh, uh-huh. way back in the day. And he pissed off a whole lot of black women. Um, and and he's kind of gone back and forth. But I I hear from people like and then you've got the beef that he has between the rock, rock between right. he and the rock. And, right. and I, I, I heard about this. I went to check it out. And then I checked out some of the other, quote unquote, so like some of other celebrities who mm-hmm. don't, they don't like him. They don't agree with him. As a matter of fact, one celebrity, and I won't mention her name, um, Amanda Seals, but, <laughs> but she, she was on <laughs> and she said, um, she was basically saying, girl, women don't fall for it. 
she said, don't fall for the same guys. These are the same guys who keep doing you wrong and crying for right. your support. Man, she right. went she went in on him for like a minute or so. Right. And uh-huh. and I didn't, you know, I, I guess I don't understand the dynamics of the fan base that Tyrese has because he does, he's in so he's in, he's in some huge movies. When you look at well, the turn, what what is it? The uh, Transformer, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious. His right. his right. Mo- his movie his his music career isn't what it used to be, but the movie side, he's in some of the biggest movies with Transformers and 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 Fast and Furious. So it, it's interesting when I hear that whole opposite side, the folks who don't like him, who don't support him. You know, it's the equivalent. It's the equivalent of um, I think that if I if I'm correct, don't quote me on this. Chris Brown's uh, record has been streamed 415 plus million times since it's been released wow. less than a week, I believe. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, Chris Brown is going to always be Chris Brown, no matter how many successes he has. And that's one of his biggest gripes when he's whining and crying on social media is because people won't not let him be Chris Brown. Okay. And so with the social media age, again, it's a character versus talent thing. And you have to sort of play both sides with the social media age because people are taking notes and they don't forget easy. Yeah. So uh, the same thing like um, like Justin Bieber. I don't care how much weird Jesus white, weird Jesus he serves, he's going to always be Justin Bieber to some people. Yeah. So it's one of those things where he has been on great movies. He's put out, I think Black Rose was a, 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 a sort of a quasi-successful album, whatnot, whatnot. But at the end of the day, people know him for his day-to-day antics on social media. Mm-hmm. So it just feels to, to, to me and others like another Tyrese antic. Okay. Now what about, I'm going to shift video for video to Wendy Williams because uh, oh, we've okay. been mentioning her. Uh, she passed out this week on Halloween. Yeah. Uh, she, she, she was wearing... Um, Every, and it's been around. She's, she was what? Uh, the uh, Statue of Liberty, Statue right? Of Liberty. Yeah, how ironic. Yeah. <laughs> and and mm-hmm. Nick, you saw it. Millennial sent me the link to it. Millennial, what, yeah, were, what were your thoughts? So. As, it was just, um, you know, pe- people who work in live TV um, know how cautious live TV is. And, you know, it, there are things that just happen to live TV. You don't know what to do, how to react to it. Um. I guess the scary part about live TV is that if it happens, it just happens and it's, you know, she just fainted. And it's just, you know, it is scary in the moment to see, you know, somebody faint on live television. Yeah, you just don't know at the moment you know? how severe it is. You just don't is. know. Yeah. And that, that's just, that's what comes, that's what becomes the territory. Something bad happens on live TV, you just you gotta, it just keeps rolling. Um, yeah. But, you know, uh, she got up. She's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, she got, an inter- she got an interview with um, ABC. She's she said she was fine. She got overheated. Yeah. Um, but um, we got an interesting gift out of it. <laughs> but honestly, um, the gift I, that keeps on know, giving, I'll, that's going to be around. Yeah. The memes, yeah, gonna man. Be for a while. Yeah, that's going to be I'll around for a while. I'll, I'll cut our break for this one. You don't cut our break. What about you? That was little, uh, Buddha. Any, nope, can you cut nope, our nope, break? Nope, nope, nope. nope. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody cuts me breaks. So. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, uh, um, here, here's the deal. Agree. You know, when the risk of life. Okay. The great thing about live TV is that, is that it's live. It's organic. It comes across. It touches. But the risk is when you pass out, you can't edit it out. Yeah. Um, here, if 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 in chance. Now, some people say some of the old school New Yorkers say. We know Wendy Williams. She's, she comes up in radio. This is a stunt. Okay, but I, I can't. It's like conspiracy theory. I can't verify that. Or not. No. But 
here's what I feel like. Yeah, I don't, I don't see, I don't, I didn't see that as a stunt. You could look in her eyes and no, tell she was gone. Fell. She was gone. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Reed said if it's a stunt, she needs to go to acting because she did a really good yeah, job. She did a hell of a job. But um, but but my thing is, I could see Wendy when she came back to her senses, saying, "Ratings, ratings, ratings. Let's use this, y'all. I'm coming back to this seat. I don't care how I feel. I'm gonna come from this camera. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna milk this cow for what it's worth." Yeah. Um. And and as an entertainer, that's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um. I would like to go on record to say that I don't think it's overheating. Yeah. I think that uh, it's something and probably not good. Okay. I'll just keep it at that. Okay. I'll leave it at that. Okay. There's a lot going on with her, by the way. Okay. Yeah. All right, uh, October, man, worst movie month in a decade. Uh, wow. And, and okay. coming off uh, what was a huge September. And I didn't go see this movie, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about it. I'm only mentioning it for the sake of the story, Suburbicon. I saw the uh, clips, and I said, I don't want to go see that. Uh, <laughs> thank you for your service. I thought it was a, a gallant effort. It's a military movie. Uh, by the way, uh, Suburbicon made $2.8 It was one of the worst uh, openings in Paramount's history. Um, thank you for your service. Military movie did about 3.7. And and really, mm. this, the two saving graces for October, Tyler Perry with uh, Boo 2 did over $35 million. And, wow. and And uh, Happy Death Day, which is like the Groundhog Day of... Of, of murder for you know I, for, a lot of promo. <laughs> I mean I hadn't seen it yet but candidly because I love that genre I want to go see it I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely go check it out it's like you know the girl just keeps dying over and over and she's trying to figure out who's doing it so it, they did a great job advertising it. every time I looked at a YouTube video saw a promo for it oh they they and and you know what it, it came out of nowhere it came out of nowhere so Kudos to those two movies, but October yeah. was the worst month in, in a decade. And, and I'm going to say this about people are surprised. You can't really be surprised because, I mean, people have so much access to every movie, whether it's legal or illegal. And the right. quality that they're getting in their homes, when you talk about this new 4K, oh, my God, 4K is incredible. Uh, and as a matter of fact, I know, Millennial, you've been checking out the new Xbox with the 4K? No, I haven't. Have you heard about it? I've heard about it. Oh, it's oh, ridiculous. Don't put, don't put words in my mouth. I don't, I don't like Xbox. Yeah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just here to tell you. I'm just here to tell you what people can get in their homes is is just like, you know, you go to the theater and if it ain't perfect, you'd rather stay yeah. at home, you know? So, you know, interesting thing. Interesting thing. A couple, a couple of things I'm going to just mention in passing about, you know, coming up. Okay. Um, Walking Dead. I've been trying to follow it. I, I, I checked out the first couple of episodes. I've been trying to watch anything. And uh, I just want to figure out where it's going, and I think it'll kind of reveal itself tonight. But it's a war between Rick and, of course, right. and, and Negan, and, and and it's raging. I mean, it ain't one sided anymore. They, you know, they're taking it to them. Uh, Bravo this week. Uh, Real Housewives is on tonight because we oh, take on Sunday. No. Yes, the premiere. Oh, I can't wait to see black women fighting. This is going to be so good. <laughs> well, if you, don't, if you want to see them fight, you can see them do medicine. Married to Medicine comes out. No, mer- in my opinion. More money. Say what? I said just fight about money. No, you can go ahead. No, go ahead, Buddha. I, married to Medicine, in my opinion, okay. is the most classiest of all of the black women reality television shows. I agree. Okay. In my opinion. I, um, I get that vibe. I just, I don't I haven't seen enough of it. Yeah, I, I've seen clips of it, and I know some of the well, not know, but just knowing the reputation of some of the women on it is pretty solid. But go ahead, Buddha. Yeah, 
Yeah, don't waste your time. Just I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm okay. Let me be honest. Let me keep it real. Is it there boring? was a time about two or three years ago yeah. where Sundays I would sit just like your everyday woman and be revved <laughs> up on Bravo and yeah. I would enjoy every bit of it. Yeah. Um that time has passed though, and I, I just can't take this. Yeah, especially people of color, because after a while it makes me feel like I'm just watching a circus. Yeah, and so yeah, well, I'll I'll be honest. Last season of Roa, I didn't watch the whole thing, but the whole thing with Candy and Portia and Kenya, that was just that was out of control. It was over the top. Out of control. Yeah. Huh? It's over the top. Oh no, no, yeah, but it it got the the rumors and stuff. It got it got crazy, and I never I'd never seen. Like usually, usually it's kind of fun to yeah. watch that, but yeah. that, they, that it was just toxic. Yeah. It's like this shit got real. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, got right. real, it got real, really toxic, right? Yeah, you got um, you're right. But Eni's back. Yeah, that's and right. Kim, and Kim Zolciak is back. It's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a hot. Mess. And I'm not gonna get into it, but Nini Nini's had her issues. I don't know if y'all heard Nini's about the, issue. the yeah, issue with the, her being the on the escape stuff. tour, trying to do the comedy and offended a bunch of people. Yeah. And, 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 you know. Oh, yeah, she got, oh, she got into a, um, God, her and a couple other people got into it with Kim Zosiak's daughter on Instagram and stuff. Oh, yeah, it's, it's yeah. getting whack already. Like, it's already whack. It's, yeah. they're, they're um, setting themselves up. Well, that's a whole nother show. And, and my, my question would be, mm-hmm. is, re- has reality TV peaked? I mean, yeah. Because I think there was, a, there, there was a, well, there was a time when the quality of dramatic TV no, wasn't let me, good. Let me tell you, it, it peaked when on the when the Jersey Shore went off. Really? That was the peak. Yes. Oh, really? Interesting. That whole no, that whole like, I'll give you time, 2007 to about 2012. Yeah. Yeah, harmless reality TV. Ever since it's been, yeah, it's been who who is famous and who needs money and who needs who needs a quick 13 episode package with some network you, and know? you know what let me I, I agree with nick let me say this about that i think right. i think there was a shift away from yes. original programming and i think original right. programming is coming Even back original reality programming like i mean remember uh, flavor of love came out 10 years ago that's yeah. the kind of stuff on TV. <laughs> you know? but you know what though now that you mention it yeah i okay i used to be an avid reality tv watcher and now i'm i'm, I'm hooked on netflix yeah. And I'm talking about Ozark, House of Cards, mm-hmm. Office oh, reruns. So maybe so, but here's what I need to happen. I need for me and my business partner to get our 13 package with the network before we go down the <laughs> And then I don't care what happens after that. Give us two seasons, uh, I don't care what happens after that. <laughs> right. That's usually that's what I'm saying. That's usually what happens. They get like a two season deal. Um, you know, like that Holly Robinson P had one with Owen. You know what I you know what I'm saying? Yeah. 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 I think I think it's jumped the shark though. I think yeah, right now, I think people right. are looking for original. You know, I think I think people right. are back into stories and they're back into oh, original absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. And I think they've got oh, wow. enough. I mean, when you look at Amazon, you look at, you know, what yeah. what uh, Netflix has to offer. Right. You know, there's there's a lot of original, it's really good. Yeah, it is over a lot of original it's, programming. And, it's, and, a, it's really overwhelming. And I'm stressed. Even though even though the reality stuff right. is kind of original too, they they make right. a lot of that shit up. You know that. I, like I haven't had time to watch Queen Sugar, and I'm stressed out about that. Actually, <laughs> well, it, you know you're taping it though. You know, you know you're taping it. You're taping it though, right? You're taping it. I mean, I, I just watch it later. Yeah, yeah, you can watch it on demand. That's the I other. feel the same way about House of Cards. Yeah, I'm stressed. You'll you'll catch up. Just real quick, Shameless is back. I don't know if you watch it. it it's it's so crazy, 
And it's so extreme I, I, sometimes. I have, kept, I have I spike heard about in. it. I've heard things about the plot, but it is a crazy show. It's a crazy show. Uh, Showtime has another show called Smith. Smilf, not Milf. Single Moms, I love to. You know what? Oh. That comes on oh, tonight. God. That kicks off Smilf, tonight. That's what, honestly, Smilf. that's what that's what Weeds was at the end of the show. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, wow. I mean, I'll be honest. It turned into Nancy. Just never mind. Okay. <laughs> Well, that, that that comes on. That's a new series on Showtime. We tape on Sunday, so Sunday night. Okay. Ta- Tamar and Vince, uh, for, for anybody who cares, uh, you know, Tamar Braxton uh, is back on We this Thursday at 9. Grey's Anatomy, uh, Shondaland, 300th episode is yep. Thursday. Um, oh, wow. Now, now Saturday, this upcoming uh, Tiffany Haddish is going to host wow. SNL. And that's okay, gonna be. They better, write, they better not do her wrong. They better write her some good skits. Yeah, I, I just hope it ain't like. Well, you know. Really good wait, wait, go ahead, go ahead, Millennium. Go ahead. I was gonna say I, I hate when they get really good guests and yeah. they give them like really just mediocre sketches. I, I I just hope they don't give her all the stereotypical stuff. You know what I'm saying? Loud mouth yeah. black girl. Yeah. Who you talking to, bitch? You yeah. know. <laughs> Every right. other. But yeah. she doesn't. Even, she doesn't even do that all the time. She's no, just she doesn't. Funny. She's funny. She's been she's around. She's done a lot of diverse roles, you know, and, and I, I hope they give her, you know, a place to showcase, man. Tip, and, and oddly enough, it's like Taylor Swift is the musical mm-hmm. guest. So it's going to be a album drops that Friday. Oh, oh OK. Yeah. That's why. Well, there, there you have it. Yeah. OK. <laughs> and I uh, can't wait to cop that. Oh, yeah. I can't wait for this, y'all. My boy is back. Oh, Den- yeah. Denzel and Roman J. Israel Esquire movie. Is coming out this month, November seventeenth. I don't know if y'all have seen the previews with the, with Denzel and the Afro. Y'all seen that? Mm-hmm. And, and I have. It looks oh, it see. looks good. He plays an attorney uh, on a mission, and he's kind of OCD. He reminds me of what's the character uh, Monk? He reminds me oh, of like a black oh, monk. Oh, okay. <laughs> Man, that's a little show. And uh, it's it comes out the same weekend as Justice League. So just FYI, uh, November seventeenth. I can't wait for that. That's gonna be. That's you know, I'm I'm waiting. I'm just, Denzel always I'm just my money on that. You know, Denzel mm-hmm. movies and you know, you know, they start playing the Denzel old movies and Mo Better Blues was on this weekend. So I had to I had to check out my Spike Lee joint, Mo Better. Mo Better. Mm. Oh, oh, speaking of Spike Lee. Yeah. Um Thanksgiving. Uh Thanksgiving the week of Thanksgiving. She's gotta have it. Oh man. As a TV show, right? Oh, you serious? And Spike Lee's producing it? Um, yep. Oh, okay. I'm in. Yep. Yeah, that was that the one. That was the one where Chrisette Michelle had soundtrack, and he took her off of it when she did the Trump. Yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That that show. But yeah, but anyway, that show, um, executive produced by Spike and his wife, yeah. coming to Netflix. I hope that works. Nice. I don't know if I can follow. <laughs> I don't know if I can follow it, but but I know how they. You know, the good thing about Netflix, they can put all the they put all the episodes yeah, in, and you just right. follow it along. Good. You ain't got to wait good. week to week. So that's not like Netflix that. is bomb. I, it I is. love oh, Netflix. Yeah. Netflix is like my entertainment boot. Because you ain't got to wait Netflix. week to week. You you could just dive in and just watch and binge watch. Which And what? their content is so great. Like they're yeah, always I winning. I agree. Yeah, if they can mm-hmm. keep it rolling with the original stuff, they'll be they're gonna rival the majors. They already have. Yeah. Speaking of Chrisette Michelle, did you guys hear her her apology? <laughs> what? <laughs> what was that? What was that, man? She's been apologizing everywhere. She's probably on the side on the corner of Peachtree in Piedmont right now. Apologize. She's well, been apologizing everywhere this week. Well, I heard. I thought she did something in defense. 
she did something she, in defense of um, what's your girl, uh, Mary Mary. Tina right. But I well, didn't know no, she that was, was apologizing. That was on social media. Okay. But then yes. the heat got turned up. She had to fix it. So now she went to the Breakfast Club and she went to Roland Martin. Right. And she actually apologized. She said she that her songs brings light and she was just trying to bring light and she's sorry and yada yada. Her, her, her coins dried up and she needed <laughs> Well, you know what? Hey, I'm gonna say this, man. I forgive her. I forgive her. I mean, I'm gonna let her. I let mean, her I don't even care anymore. I really don't I, care. I didn't care before she. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we got. I, I don't care. I, just, I, just I forgive and well, two. I don't cares and what the hell, whatever. Right. And, <laughs> right. Tina, okay. but Tina, and Tina, Tina came over there sitting like y'all don't love God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm still on the fence with Tina Campbell. I'm still on. Well, the fence. Get, I, I can go ahead and guarantee. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just say y'all you know the song. I don't you I love guy. You don't love guy. What's no. wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> if I could get Tina Campbell a bottle of my leftover Prozac, it would change my life. I like you not. That's all she needs. She needs a hug and Prozac, and Prozac and a new husband. And a new husband. <laughs> all right. There you go. All right, let's get heavy a little bit. I hate to do it, y'all. Um, we're gonna go ahead and do it. Here we go. I call it Hell Hath No Fury Like Donna Brazil Scorn. So we might as okay. well start there. Um, you know what? Before I go down the list, um, okay. Nick, can you frame this? Can you can you oh help me understand? Help us understand Donna right now. Okay. <laughs> Where do you want to start? Do you want to start no, when I, she was in Let's let's start, start with, with the headline now. Let's under, let's okay. bring it now, and then we'll backtrack. Go ahead. Uh, help us understand. Will, okay. Well, I will try to do this. Okay. Okay. She is writing a book. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's premise. Let's let's preface that she's writing a book, and first headline that I see, I think Friday, I want to say this came out, but basically she said that um, she this was an excerpt from her book, and she was talking about the internal procedures that were going on and how uh, the Clinton campaign had a deal for fundraising with the DNC, and she just I, I, she she made it a point to contact the Sanders campaign to to say that oh I'm so like I'm. You know, I'm so sorry. I apologize for blah 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 blah. And mm-hmm. she just saw it as just an, an ethical. Well, she framed it as an unethical agreement. Yeah. Between the Clinton campaign and the DNC, and basically this this these past two. Sorry this this story this story really sprung up because the like, who did the article Nick that came out this week? Newsweek, I think that was yeah, Newsweek. Newsweek. Okay. Article, I think. Okay. Yeah. Okay. The article came out in Newsweek. Yeah. But, yep. Go ahead. Yeah. Literally just came out a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, she personally did not say it was rigged, but of course, when you when you say Clinton campaign, uh, fundraising money, DNC, automatically people think that they had the shoe in for Hillary before the thing even started, right? Mm-hmm. So people, you know, the past yesterday has base yesterday was basically just a cluster mess of just people, you know, attacking DNC. Um, Elizabeth Warren came out the other day saying that the process was rigged. Um, and now, because of all that backlash to the story, because of the story, um, Donna Brazil came out and said that she found no evidence that there was rigging. She was just but tell her story. I don't like again. I, I oh I'm, having hard, I'm having a really hard time explaining this because I don't know what angle. All right, I'm, I'm gonna throw it to Buddha real quick because yeah. you're right, Nick. It is hard to explain. Right. The it timing is, is hard, hard to explain. explain. Right. But but Buddha, okay. Have you seen it, Buddha? Did you read the article? Yeah, I read this. Cuss word, cuss word article. Okay, now, I, now um, Nick, Nick, and, and let me, let me. The, the reason I asked Nick Millennial to give us 
kind of frame it for us is because, and, and I'm, I'm going to say this for millennial. He's really a fan of, uh, and, and I watched, you know, coming up through the whole Obama years oh, and, and Clinton and well, Donna, they were, I remember, I, those I are kind of like your heroes. Would I say they, they're kind of like, no, I wouldn't say he, I, but I'm just saying she was definitely on. Oh, don't TV. walk back now, Nick. Don't walk back now. <laughs> listen, that's your, that's your but, but I will say no, that listen, listen, cause they were no, the I'm ones who were on, on the Demon networks the defending. So I, yeah, go ahead. No, I was, hold on. I was, I was going to say it was, you know, remember <laughs> CNN about 10 years ago, you used to see her, Anna Navarro, used to see like Axelrod, Bert right. Gergen, all those people that, you know, made that common, what do they call it, the commentator table on CNN. Yeah, the surrogate. She was not, like, right, the surrogate. She was on CNN a lot. She and was an Obama was surrogate. She was a Hillary surrogate. Right. Right. And even even from from around. from Mar, she was a defender of the Obama administration right. heavily, right. And, and she was a defender of Al Gore, et cetera. So I'm gonna leave it at that. Right. So Go she, to you, Buddha, real has, quick. She has put in the work. Yes, yeah, she has. She has. Go ahead, Buddha. So here's my question, O'Donnell. Um, I would call her Donald if I was on Larry Live, but I'm gonna oh. be good. <laughs> Donna, here's my question. If they would have kept you as DNC chair lady, would you have written this book? Mm-hmm. And my answer is no. Okay, that's number one. Number two, I look at this. This here, when I read the article, I thought of this like I thought of the Harvey Weinstein people coming out. It's like right. you you're coming out as if you're appalled or as if you did not know the corruption existed. Like Donna uh, Brazil's uh, in, intro, introduction with corruption did not begin with the DNC and Hillary campaign, right? So it goes back even I mean people people brought up the the debate question issue. Yeah. But no, I'm talking about it goes back until her introduction into politics. Yes. There's yeah. no way in the okay. world that you can be Donna Brazil and not be akin to corruption. Not saying she was a part of it, but no but about corruption it. is it's synonymous corruption in politics. Yeah. So right. It sounds like to me, this is either one, a you left me hanging, so I'm going to get you back. Yeah. Or two, a you left me hanging, I'm going to get you back. And three, the step back is you sent me some money, now I need to fix it and be quiet. Um, there is no other reason. I don't feel like this is a cry of I need to get this off my chest or we need to bring righteousness back to politics because righteousness was never in politics. Yeah. Um, so Elizabeth Warren needs to shut up. Yeah. Here's what I find out. Am I feedbacking? No, you're okay. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Um, I think when people are so close to just so so easy to call out foul, foul, foul to yes. the next person, sooner or later somebody pulls up their dirt. I, one of, one of the benefits of having Donald Trump in office is this: all dirt is about to get pulled up before the next presidential cycle. I mean, this FBI Mueller investigation, I don't think it's just going to stop. I will be disappointed if it just stops with Republicans. I want it all to be pulled up. And I I just think it's I think it's vengeful. And I think that Donna Brazil, if she would have she would have not have written this book, if she would have instead of being the interim chairperson for the DNC, she would have been officially put in and in there today. This would not have been a book to be written. So it's fake to me. Okay. Well, I'm gonna tell you my thoughts. I, I I do think that if if she had remained, which which candidly, I don't think she was gonna remain. But if she mm-hmm. had remained in that position, you're right. The book would not have been written for obvious reasons because they right. were funding her. Um, but 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 she's been persona non grata since 
um, since they kicked her out. And, and the other thing with her being dismissed from CNN, uh, she's really had no platform. She's been, uh, again, I, I use the word persona non grata. She's not been anywhere. Mm-hmm. So, you know, those two things. The other thing that, that disappointed me, uh, not, not with Donna, because candidly, uh, and, and y'all may disagree with this, and that's cool. Um, this whole situation with Donna Brazil, Donna Brazil reminds me of how the DNC treats black people in general, mm-hmm. black, the black voter, oh, well, you know, so, uh, well, that's, that's a whole you know, other. it's kind of like squeeze, <laughs> squeeze the juice until it's gone. And, you know, you throw right. the carcass away. Uh, well, yeah, and, and, I, and I, I, don't, I don't disagree with that. And, Absolutely. and, 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 um, and I, because I think the deeper issue here is, uh, Debbie Wasserman Schultz, the, you know, and, 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 right. and, and that's one of the things that, that Donna mentions, the mismanagement of the DNC uh, right. by, by, by Wasserman, Wasserman Schultz. Right. Um, and, and also, not to mention, not to leave him out, um, the, how do you call it? The, God, this guy sucked the life, uh, Obama, the Obama campaign sucked the life out of the DNC. It kind of left it down. And, and, and Alex, that, you know, and, and again to that agreement with the Clinton camp and the DNC. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I was just reading. You know, people were tweeting about it, and people who knew what was going on tweeted about it, and they pointed out the fact. A lot of people pointed out the fact that the money that um, was fundraised eventually mm-hmm. went back to the DNC. Yeah. Like the Clinton campaign weren't didn't just make this agreement to fundraise for their own campaign. Yeah. They fundraised because they knew the DNC had no money. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not, don't, don't take me the wrong way. I'm not, I'm not oh, no, uh, trying to legitimize what, what people are, are saying is, oh, co- no, is corruption. But what I am saying is, you know, candidly, the DNC didn't have a choice because after the Obama no, exactly campaign, after, right, nobody was putting money back into the DNC. And then that's my thing now going forward. Uh, I think right. what, what this maybe may do if you're a big DNC supporter, uh, what it may do is at least fire them up to write the ship. And I don't know. We'll right. see. Because right now, I, I mean, that's, well, right, again, it's right a whole now, other show. It's a whole other show. Right, well, right now, the most important thing that Demo- especially Democrats need to focus on is two days, we have a gov- gubernatorial race yep. in Virginia. Yep. Right. It's very close. Yeah. And gubernatorial races are crucial, especially mm-hmm. um, when it comes to issues of gerrymandering. And, yeah, drawing district lines and stuff. Right, yeah. Right. And if, and if they want to keep Virginia a traditionally leaning blue state, they cannot lose it now. Yeah. Jesus Christ. And, and you know what? Uh, to that note, my, my other concern, and I hate this, is because uh, 45 is a master of, uh, I know you are, but what am I? I mean, I know I know I am, but what right. are you? you know, <laughs> exactly. he, he's a master exactly. I will never, of, I will never forget he's the, the master of using right. disinformation. Remember after the Access Hollywood tape, they oh, were yeah. like, you know, Donald Trump grabbed by the blah, 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 blah. And you know what he did for the debate? He brought out the women that accused Bill Clinton. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> right. He so, is the master right. of, I know you are, but what am I? I know you are, but what right. am I? It's just going to go back and forth. So right. he, with he the Mueller stuff going on, all that, yeah. You know. Yeah. Right. So, so, so again, I don't hate Donna. Yeah. I'm just, if you are, because she went on George, um, what's that ABC show? Yeah. Just, yeah, she went on and um, clarified what she had to say. And but it's too late. Coming from it's too late. Yeah, it's too late. You can't clarify those words. Exactly. <laughs> it's too exactly. late. It's too late. It's too late. 
once you once you say what you say, that is the fr- you have to get it right the first time. Well, let me and tell you not, what it did, right. and it, it killed the momentum. Well, not say kill, but it hurt the momentum. Well, of the, people, it hurt it hurt the momentum of Russiagate, in my opinion. Right. Oh, you think so? Yeah, because because it it it, it, it again it it gives it gives credence to quote unquote crooked Hillary. It gives credence right, but, to but that. you know what? But you know what? Yeah. You know, if it is whatever you want to call it, they are the they are they are dealing money with Russia. They're dealing money in a political party in the United States. Yeah. I mean, actually, actually, no. <laughs> and breaking no right. breaking no laws is just the optics. It's ethical, but it's not legal. Like, it's, like yeah. for, for what I understood in the article, yeah. there was right. nothing illegally done. It was it was things right. that were ethically done wrong. Yeah. Now, right. here's a question. I would like to propose if you guys don't mind. Okay. From a from a karma perspective, I don't know what you guys believe. I'll just use karma perspective. Do you think that the playing ethically dirty is the reason why Hillary lost? Like it's one of those things where you want it so bad you screw it up and lose it because the universe turns on you. Well, I'm gonna say you think about- I'm gonna I'm gonna defer that to millennial because he's the HRC uh, <laughs> I, I, historian. I don't know if I don't know if ethically messy is the right way to describe their campaign i would just say lack of i i will always blame lack of message and lack of cohesiveness on the clinton campaign rather than messy ethics yeah i don't know if that makes sense yeah i agree um, no so i mean i, I agree the, the, i i understand what you're saying may not agree right, but at, i understand at the, what you're at the end of the day part political parties will do whatever they got to do but at the end of the day there just wasn't the democrats biggest issue is necessarily ethics because GOP does always does some messed up stuff. I mean, they got Donald Trump in the office. Again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they, they, so they certainly don't have the ethical um, foundation, but the DN, the Democrats issue will always be just have, just not having three keywords to go to every time somebody asks them what they're going to do to change the country. Now this is just like Pee Wee Herman. I know you are, but what am I? I know right. you are. Cause that, Trump is, he is the king of that. He is the schoolyard. Just like, you know how we used to, you might play the Jones. He is the Jones. He knows how to, he knows how to play that. He knows how to play the game, the word, the game, the word games. And I'll say this to your, to your question, Buddha. Um, Uh You know, I think the biggest issue uh, with the, with, with, is not with HRC. Uh, It's, it's with Mm -hmm. the Dems and a candidate. The Dems right. don't it's have a Hillary, good Hillary, candidate. Period. Hillary, as a person, I do not have an issue with, but her camp, but the the people that surround her and just always seem yep. to just drop the ball every time yeah. that she needs them. Yeah, it just it never it never goes without saying. I mean, you know what, uh, Buddha? We we did that. Sh- we did our show. We started our show right around the campaign when it started uh-huh. in 2016, uh-huh. and we did it weekly and following the mistakes and, and sometimes I go back and I listen and all the mistakes that were made along the way were just massive. Just dumb. I like mean, Anthony it was Weider on, the, I can, the you can Uber Aberdeen it. situation, I would, you know, no, the Podesto situation, everybody around. And, and you know what? I, I got to say again, it just goes back to who's the candidate. And I'm going to say this. I, I mean, and, and this is crazy. Um, they're gonna have to. It's. It's. I don't know if y'all saw the press stuff. What's the guy? Dennis Leary. He's in the shows. Uh, he's in this fireman show. He's a comedian, uh, Irish comedian. He's from Boston, and uh-huh. and he was talking about 
because uh, he has a new book out, and it sounds like a real interesting book. Um, and the thing that he was talking about was who could the Democrats run? And the you know that they were talking about in Hollywood, some of the most trusted people happened to be Tom Hanks and uh, what's her name, Sandra Bullock, which sounds okay. odd. Yeah, and they did a poll. Uh, I mean, honestly. And, After Sandra Bullock had, had that messy divorce, honestly. But he said he said recently, <laughs> love her. They yeah, they bye. might they might have to go with somebody like that to 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 really fight the battle. And and it's it's well, just then, crazy because I, I don't see any other politician. I don't. And and this doesn't help. This doesn't help. This ain't gonna help. But you know, you hear what you hear what I said. They need to put my mom in the bunch. Then. There you go. Put her in. You know, can she cook? <laughs> of course she can cook. <laughs> That's a stupid question. Guess you could. Yeah. Uh, New York terror attack, y'all. Um, again, crazy this week. Uh, eight people killed, 12 injured. Uh, happened uh, in, in Manhattan. Uh, the guy was from Uzbekistan. Uh, uh-huh. he, he attributed to ISIS. You know, in Arabic, yelled out, God is great. Uh, I think ISIS did claim it. They're claiming it. Um, yeah, they did. Officials are calling it a terror attack. The governor Cuomo is saying, nah. There's no evidence of a wider plot or wider scheme. And and my question, I guess, in all this is, what's the difference between the guy in Vegas and and this guy? They're both lone wolf. Just one happens to be, I guess, um, Islamic. But I just say terror is terror, and I leave it at that. I mean, t- you know? well, terror is terror, but you know, look at the look at the response from forty five. Oh yeah, the response and the response is absolutely immediate. Immediate response. And it, yeah. And, and Vegas was the deadliest mass shooting in recent American history. Yeah, this was eight. days later. And 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 well, any uh, killing is any killing is wrong, but right. but but the way it was handled uh, right. on that just, level, just the, right? Yeah. Well, I touched I touched a little bit on this uh, on this last show, the political exchange, and I think it's a political message. So, for example, forty five couldn't do much about the Vegas shooter. Yeah. Because to do anything about it would to be to is would be to go off message, mm-hmm. which is gun control. How can we right. keep guns out of people like his hand? So you have no right. choice but to go the other direction. On this scenario, it 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 works in his favor to be very vigilant about jumping on this and making changes because it it, it panders to the base and the message. Yeah. Immigration reform. So I mean, because likewise. I didn't see as much up, uh, up, uh, rage, uh, uproar with the left with this immigration thing mm-hmm. than I saw with Vegas. Yeah. And the reason why is because it would be off message for them to say, "Listen, this uh, what's the name of that program again? I got it in my notes. I sit right here. It's the uh, the uh, the, uh, uh, the diversity immigrant visa program. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This thing was put into law in 1990 and untouched." Mm-hmm. From right. then into now, that's back in uh, right. H.W. Bush. Right. No, I, I think that was. I, I thought I, I, was no, it H.W. or Reagan? H-W. That, that's Reagan. Yeah. No, that's H.W. No, that's H.W. Bush. H-W. Okay, so H.W. So, so my thing is that I think that I blame both sides. I think that Republicans should not um, politicize the terror of a, a nation when 58 people or how many people are shot dead. And the same is that Republicans should politicize the terror of a nation when eight people are ran over by a, a, a U-Haul truck or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's why the difference in uh, action happened for 45. Yeah, okay. All right. 
Trump train, we're just going, you know, Russia Gate was ridiculous. And and not only, even though we're, we're a, a week out from Russia Gate, it seems like Russia Gate's kicking back up again because I guess yeah. as of today, wow. we're talking about now an indictment headed toward, um, what's Mike his name? Flint. Mike Flynn. And his son. And his, and his son. <laughs> yeah. So, so, you know, Manafort, you got Gates, who both, who, who's both been indicted. You got, um, they pleaded not guilty. Then you got Papadopoulos, yep. uh, who said April, you know, in April 2016, um, he, he was all involved with the thousands of emails that contained dirt on Hillary. And the arrested in July has been leaking to them since. So, so he, he could have been wearing the, the, I guess the, the fear is that he could have been wearing a wire after he was mm. arrested. He could have. I hope so. And that's the fear <laughs> that nobody is, is expressing in the current right. white house. Well, we'll and find out. We'll find out. Well, all I, all I have to say about this Russia gate, you know, it's so, it's so funny. We made, we made fun of Sarah Palin. For saying that she could see Russia from her house. <laughs> I and know. Let, lo and behold, she was so prophetic in her I words. know it. She was. Right, right. And now we see Russia all the time. All the time. We can't get away from mm-hmm. it. But my, you know the crazy thing about this is this kid, Papadopoulos, they, they, they now refer to him as the coffee boy, the low-level intern. Right. <laughs> And they've you got, got they got forty five on audio saying mentioning him in a New York Times interview. So no, have you have you seen who v? mentions the coffee? You know, you, no, you know, you know, V. This this sounds like this yeah. sounds like they're blaming all on Jonah. You know what I'm <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a moment so in the watch, show where they blame Jonah for messing up. If you watch V, yeah. Yeah, you got to no, no, no. watch me. What I thought was funny was when when everybody was ranting and raving, CNN, MSBNC, and all those guys. Yeah, uh, a, a portion of Fox News's Monday broadcast was about the emoji chain emoji from Cheeseburger. Right? <laughs> like they wouldn't even touch it. Oh, um, man. Again, politicizing another moment that we really should be talking about. But but okay, Buddha, you you're more independent, okay? Oh, very much so. Yeah, you. What are your thoughts when? You hear the disparity between the the news organizations because it is it is ridiculously uh, like polar opposites when you hear CNN, MSNBC versus Fox. What do you think? Bullshit! 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 Yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched I watched mm-hmm. Kellyanne on this morning, and I had I got sick. I mean, it was yeah. But go ahead, man. Go. That's number one. Number two is this: is that we, we uh, pride ourselves in uh, freedom of the press, right? Yeah. And that we don't have a state-run, we don't have state-ran news organizations. Mm-hmm. But if if the um, owners and the tastemakers of these news oh, organizations absolutely. are in the bed with politicians, yeah. absolutely, they might as well be state-ran. Yeah. And yeah. that's what we're dealing with right now. I guarantee you, yeah. if CNN found a story that would critically hurt the left, Mm-hmm. They would not be able to air that story. Likewise, if Fox found a story that would cr- critically hurt the right, yeah. to me, that's state-ran news. Yeah. So I, I think that I'm more leaning towards these independent um, digital folk mm-hmm. who, you know, don't don't have a dog in the fight. They're just trying to 
you know, like there's a guy named Mike Servercic or whatever. He's a crazy white man. Mm-hmm. He's a oh, nutcase. Yeah. But I follow him because I'm just trying to figure out what's going on, on the other side. And then I follow a whole lot of in the, in the those conspiracy theory people. Oh, oh no, not, not Alex Jones. But, he ain't, uh, he ain't Alex Jones. To sell you some brain juice. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, I follow those guys on purpose. And then I follow my people, of course, because yeah. I, I need a whole story. I don't even really like I only do CNN and Fox for headline news. Yeah. And then I only use them for Facebook because they like do the press conferences live and stuff. Yeah. But I don't trust them guys. no more. No, I don't trust them either. It's hard to Anymore, trust them right. because because, you know, the truth is the truth. And, and how many we're seeing so many different levels of truth. You know, right. quote unquote, what people view as the truth. I'm tired. Yeah, I am. It is exhausting. Uh, but but I, I will say this, and Rand's not here to say it. Um, C-SPAN, <laughs> just just watch. C-SPAN. I mean, I you know, C-SPAN. C-SPAN. That's it. Um, tax bill came out. Quit real quick. I'll go through it. Just the big headlines: thirty-five percent to twenty percent for the corporate tax rate. Um, mm-hmm. You know, a lot of deductions. Uh, there's some. Uh, there is a uh, controversy over the housing uh, home home deduction. They uh, capped it at five hundred thousand versus a million for the mortgage interest. And California is about to have a fit. They going crazy over that. No changes to four hundred one k. State tax is going to phase out uh, over the next uh, I guess ten years or so. And uh, they've reduced the number of tax brackets from seven to four. So. Just a lot of changes. Uh, you know, I just tell people, you know, get what you tax your individual tax person and figure it out. But the, the whole thing right now is if this gets passed uh, and it gets passed based on the timing, this is going to be a big boon for 45 if he gets this through. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, um, and I think that right now, I guess whether you love him or hate him, it's either good news or bad news, you know. So we'll we'll see how it goes, but but um, you know some interesting breaks for a balanced number of people in the country. Maybe I don't know. We'll see, but but that's yeah that that that's gonna be interesting. Okay, we'll we'll wait to see how that goes. I'll I'll keep you up to date. Um, real quick, and I just want to bring you guys up to date. I know a lot of (laughs) a lot of folks are voting (laughs) this week. Atlanta Jesus mayoral God. election. Have you been following Buddha? The Atlanta mayoral? I'm irrit- I am irritated. Like. <laughs> Say what? You did what? I'm irritated. You're ir- so why are you irritated, man? Because I feel like cockiness is going to cause the city to have a white mayor. And you know what? If it does, then that's what we get. Wow. Mm-hmm. At this at this point in the game, you know if you're going to lose a win. Well, and- well, here's the deal, though, Buddha. Uh, here the rec- here's the recent poll. Uh, the um, Keisha, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Yeah, I call it Keisha Keisha Knight, Keisha Knight Pulliam, Pulliam Lance Bottoms. <laughs> but she's at the top right now. She's got twenty five percent. Okay, sis, go ahead. Twenty five point four. Right. Mary Norwood's at twenty three point four. Uh, Peter Amon is at twelve point seven. Kathy Woolock twelve point one. Fort seven point six. Caesar Mitchell just spent a whole lot of money for nothing at six point six. <laughs> and John Eves and Kwanzaa Hall at three percent. But it has turned. And, and what I heard was this. Mary Norwood's campaign flatlined uh, within the last mm-hmm. couple of months. And Keisha Lance Bottoms has really picked up some significant Good. endorsements, including the mayor. And it's helped. I mean, they got, they got pure ludicrous out there uh, 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 endorsing the girl. Yeah. I mean, they just trying to, they, they pull it everybody. If somebody else, a big name, 
a uh, T.I. Yeah. T.I. and Ludacris. Honestly. Yeah. Do whatever you have to do. And and I don't think T.I. can vote. <laughs> but, but we'll, yeah. yeah. But yeah. The irony of it, right? <laughs> um, but but either way, um, it's going to be interesting if there is a runoff, which it looks like there probably will be a runoff. Um, okay, good. You know, and and if it's going to be Bottoms and Norwood, and and we'll good. see whether or not those other candidates can. I mean, who they'll endorse after. You know, for the runoff, that's really what it's going to yeah. come down to. Okay, right. If you take out Fort Mitchell, Eves, and Hall, right? Yeah, Fort and Mitch- Mitchell, Eves, those votes um, are going to automatically, you know, assuming go to bottoms. Yeah, then you got a pretty much freaking clean sweep. Right. But th- I guess that's what's irritating for me um, yeah. because I'm I'm new to this city, but okay. I, I when I found out, and you know, I hate to sound like that guy, but when I found out we had a black mayor, yeah, I really fell in love with this city. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really did. I, you know, they say I didn't become black till I moved to Atlanta. I don't care who they are. Wow. You know, whatever. But the point is, is that I think that should be preserved. Okay. And if these guys don't understand the significance of it, then they shouldn't be running in the first place. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, it's going to be interesting because I, I do think there's there has to be. With this much of a split, there's going to be a runoff. You know, nobody has a clear majority. Yeah, I forgot so, they do that. But so, I mean, runoff is fine as long as we have time to campaign. <laughs> yeah, and and but but well, here's it's, it's here's what I think, and I'm I don't understand this runoff thing. How yeah, runoff? it's a top two. They got to like, they got to have a clear majority. I think it's over fifty percent. Right. Well, well, no, well, for, for example, the John Ossoff Karen Handel was a runoff yeah. election. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. And they were the top two when there were like five people running. Yeah. If but, these numbers are correct and they do a runoff, then Bottom should be able to steal it. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm just laughing at that last debate. Oh yeah, between oh, between Fort and Bottoms, the comments. Right, that clip, pulled out that little, that little short joke and pulled out that paper. Right. <laughs> pulled out well, the tax form. Well, if you look here at my liens, <laughs> <laughs> and my tax liens are fine, but you. Yeah. Like, okay. And see, I mean, are you going to incriminate yourself to bring somebody else down? <laughs> well, you know, here's what's going to be interesting, y'all. Um, and and this this race could be pretty much bottoms. It's hers to lose. And the only way I think she'll lose it is if there's a surprise that nobody's released yet about her. I doubt it. I really doubt. We got to Tuesday, right? Yeah, they have, but but yeah. I, I mean, even even if she goes to the runoff, there's still an opportunity for somebody. Uh, be it's interesting. It's going to be interesting between well, what you know her and you know. I'm, I'm, I am tired of these October October surprises. These letters in the night. This is the November so surprise. These right. tax liens and your suit jacket you pull out right before the debate ends. You know, right. that kind of Right. <laughs> Um, here's my thing. I, I sensed as I was watching that debate, was it last Sunday? Yeah, it was last Sunday. Um, I believe it was last Sunday. Um, I don't know. That, um, I just saw that clip. Um, I sensed that um, there's a lot of um, uh, wrongdoing with finances in this city. And yeah. on that respect and in that regard, I would rather a white woman take it if the money's going to be right than a black anybody take it. Well, you know so what? Let, let, me, right. let me say um, that I think if you look at what's going on, like with Boston, San Francisco, these guys became 
Uber, well, I don't say Uber transparent, but they, they became extremely transparent. They put everything online, okay, all the bids, and they showed they were very transparent. I think that's the, that's the step that Atlanta has to take that Kasim did not take, that he needs to probably push and she needs to push more for. If, if, if Lance Bottoms can say, look, I, 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 I guarantee that transparency will be the biggest part of Atlanta's future, then I think yeah. she can, she can you know, maybe calm some of those fears, like somebody who's new to the city like Buddha. But but she yeah. has to she has to really step up and say that because again I mean when you look at who's been part of the administration who's who's had their opportunity for a hand in the cookie jar the longest you know then that's probably the person you may not trust so we'll we'll see how that goes <laughs> hey by the way as we about to wrap up uh, you know the Trump Commerce Secretary has been found to have ties to Putin connected company Putin connected company that's the big headline wow. breaking Go news. Breaking I mean, news. Jill, Jill Stein sat at a table with Putin, and they still put her on the ballot. So, so this is going to be interesting. This I mean, who know who who doesn't who who in that house doesn't have a connection with him? Uh, well, this that's that's the big headline right now as we wrap this thing up. By the way, uh, Booty, you got a big three, man. Big three. Number one, let your light shine. Everybody deserves to see your light. Number two, mind your own damn business. And number three, by those two, you'll change your world and then change the world in knowledge. That's there you go. Three. There you go. So let's repeat those one more time, Buddha. Well, number one, let your light shine. Number two, mind your own damn business. And number three, by those two, you'll change your world and then change the world in large. The Buddha has spoken, y'all. The Buddha has spoken. <laughs> Millennial, what you got, man? Any wrapping thoughts? Um, Keep on, keep on. <laughs> Also, also, go, go dogs. Kind of, <laughs> yeah, go dogs. Also, I'm just kind of scrolling through um, Paradise Papers. Paradise Papers? Uh, yeah, I'm just... Hold on. I just saw something about how... You remember the Panama Papers a couple of... I don't know, a while ago? Where mm-hmm. they had like all those like secret dealings and like they showed all the money where it was going and how they had offshore bank accounts? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there's another big reveal... Um, and talks about how Trump's commerce secretary has business links with Putin. I think that's what you, yeah, that you just said. Yeah, so that that's a part of this investigation that's going on. Apparently, it's on the Guardian. Um, yeah, it's a whole. Well, we are as we wrap this up. This whole yeah. commerce thing is the Sunday, the big Sunday report. So we'll we'll see how that goes. Yeah. All right, y'all. Hey, don't forget check us out, uh, Castropolis.net. Uh, castropolis.net you'll find Regina Love uh, show she's also on there Regina shout out to Regina and her crew um, you need to know business podcast and soon the political podcast you gonna send that over to me Buddha? the political exchange I already sent it to you yep. already and that's that's gonna be on real real soon real soon oh, you, can, yeah. you can hook us up uh, you can email we love your feedback at gp3rtt at gmail.com leave us a voicemail 413-556-9546 we're on Instagram. And by the way, we need some more followers. We, we, we kind of like the old man trying to get followers on Instagram. Uh, GP3 Homies, SoundCloud, GP3 Homies, iTunes, GP3 Homies. You can look us up. Here's the problem with that. I tell <laughs> nobody liked it. And in this day and time, if you don't like the post, it's a sign of rejection. There you so go. I need GP3 to like my post. I like your post, man. We're going to like your post. <laughs> We gonna like you. You do it again, and I'll I'll like it. I'll go back. Up. Okay, Buddha cool. man. Thank you again, man, for filling in. Um, My pleasure. For Rand, 
Uh, Millennial, thank you for all you do. We appreciate it. Rand, hey, man, hope all is well with with you and the fam. Uh, Again, y'all know how to check us out. And uh, 62 is in the can. Y'all have a great week. Peace. You've been listening to the GP3 Homies from the Block podcast. Connect via email at gp3rtt at gmail.com. Leave a voicemail, 413-556-9546. Follow us on iTunes. Give us a five star. Follow us on SoundCloud. Search GP3 Homies from the Block. Special thanks to music by Millennial Nick, rap, SB the G, graphics, Lady J. Thanks for listening.